1: I was on live Instagram yesterday and somebody said it was an active shooter at YouTube. And of course, I was like, what the heck? And as you guys know, as of April 1st, they've Google and YouTube changed their their gun rules, uh, which are still kind of not 100% clear. I'm still trying to figure that out. I guess you can't put guns together and take guns apart. But nonetheless, a horrible thing happened. A woman went and... Uh, basically shot four people. So I wanted to, a good friend of mine, uh, former Marine, and you say former Marine, we don't say former, we don't say former Marine, we say Marine. I don't know. Sure. I don't know what the rules are. Everybody has a rule except for Marines who, Marines just say whatever. Um, But anyway, Brian Bishop, thanks. Uh, You're in San Francisco, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm in San Francisco right now. working on my industrial design degree.
1: And you didn't hear about this until uh, we texted you because I wanted to make sure that everything was okay.
0: Yeah. I was here working on homework. Yeah. yeah was down to the grindstone and uh, I got a text and he, yeah, you okay? What's going on? I was like, what are you talking about? And I had to jump on the news and find out what was going on. But, and you had some
1: uh, and you had some other people start hitting you up too, right?
0: Yeah. A few other of my friends and family were like, hey, are you okay? What's going on there? A city lockdown? What's going on? And and uh, everything was fine. They didn't lock the city down. Uh, San Bruno is south of south of the city where I'm at. I'm like actually at the northern tip of uh, San Francisco, right next to the Golden Gate Bridge. So I was pretty far removed from the incident.
1: So from so from yesterday to day, what have you heard? Like what happened? I mean, I've I've heard some like I've read some things, but like what what actually transpired?
0: So. From what I gathered, I just jumped on open source, looked at all of the main news agencies and tried to get what information I could because when you guys texted me, it was like within an hour and a half of the incident. So, you know, when something like that happens, there's, you know, it's fog of war. So, you know, people, the information you get is spotty at best. So the, the information was kind of... I didn't take anything too seriously that I was getting an hour and a half after the shooting on open source. But uh, basically, what happened is there was a woman, and the current story is she was disgruntled about the fact that she was an animal rights activist. She was very disgruntled that YouTube was uh, filtering her her channel and not allowing you know certain content to go out, and so. She thought her best course of action was to drive up to YouTube headquarters and shoot people.
1: See, that's strange because I also heard that it was a it was a ex girlfriend of somebody that also worked there. So who knows? So yeah,
0: there was uh, there was a report on CNN that she knew one of the victims, but they did not elaborate at all. On
1: now there were four vic- There was four people that got they got injured, right? But nobody actually.
0: So three, so she's included in the four.
1: Oh, okay. She took her own life.
0: So she shot three people and then she killed herself. So there was three wounded and one fatality and she was the f- fatality.
1: Well, that's, I mean, it sucks that three people had to get shot over somebody's just stupidness and, and them being evil, in my opinion. Um, but I'm, I'm glad to hear that, you know, they're okay or they're going to be okay.
0: Yeah, one's listed in critical condition, but has a favorable outcome or favorable yeah. prognosis is what the what I read this on is, CNN.
1: This is what cr- makes like not to make light of the situation or anything, but this is what what blows my mind is that here we are, like gun control is a huge debate. You got kids that are uneducated marching for their lives, and here you are, in the probably the most like strict state that there is, um, for gun control. Yet yeah, This happens at YouTube headquarters.
0: Yeah. So to touch on that, um, yeah, California does have the strictest gun regulations in the country. Everything's illegal here. High capacity magazines are illegal. Can't concealed carry. You can't open carry. Um, you know, no assault weapons of any type or legal here. Even certain,
1: even certain Glocks, I think Glock 43s are not allowed there. Yeah. they have
0: really, really strange laws. So when I was on active duty here down at Camp Pendleton, uh, you know, I got a Christmas gift and it was a, it was a Kimber desert warrior, 1911. And, uh, it was, uh, I had a friend of mine that worked at a local gun shop and I, you know, we went out to the range and we were shooting and he's like, you know your gun's illegal here, right? And I said, no, this is, I go and said, it's a single stack 1911, it's eight round magazine, you know, and I said, why, they sell 1911s at the gun shop here. And he said, well, that particular model is illegal because it's a different color because it was the desert tan, it was a flat dark earth. So he said, because it's a different color, California considers that a different model and Kimber refused to pay for the safety testing that California requires. So that pistol, because it's a different color, is not allowed to be sold here in California and technically it's illegal. That's how cuckoo the gun laws are
1: So no, here. But nonetheless, they have the highest restrictions in, in, in the country. Um, which is what people are wanting, right? That's what they're, they're wanting for more gun control, which California, I think, has, I mean, California has the highest. I mean, I would say that California probably has what everybody kind of wants. Right. Um, yet this kind of thing I mean, happens.
0: Yeah, should I have, should I have an out, outright ban on every gun, like, which yeah. some people are pushing for now? Like, they just want all guns banned and illegal. Um, this, it just It just goes back to it that, like,
1: it's not a gun issue. It's not a law issue. It is a people issue,
0: right? Right. It's a, it's a mental mental when health I, issue.
1: When I posted that last video, uh, it was awesome to see there were people commenting from Mexico, Canada, Australia, and they were saying like, "We have those laws here, yet people still do horrible, horrible things." And then one in Canada said, "You know, here's the laws." He laid out the laws, and he said, "You know, we're told that you know you just call nine one one. Somebody had broken into a female's house." And she was like, she had to wrestle with them. And then she called 911 and it took two hours for the, for the cops to show up. So it's like, dude, why would you like everybody external, this is not Americans. These are like people in South Africa, Australia, Canada, and Mexico were the big ones that I saw. And they were all like, do not wait, do not put your trust and your own personal safety in someone else. Take control of your own self and be responsible for your own safety because Um. Yeah, no one's coming to save you. You know.
0: Yeah, and that's a big misconception. When I run into a lot of people that have a an anti gun stance, they live in this fantasy land where they think that their safety their their safety is somebody else's responsibility. And I always have to stop them and correct them and say, "No, your safety is your responsibility."
1: Right. (laughs) One hundred percent.
0: Correct. Yeah.
1: It's just it's like so funny because they're like they're they're frustrated. It's not funny, it's sad. They're frustrated with the government because they're not doing certain things, but then in turn, they want to yell at the government to take the change the rules so that they can then in turn put this their responsibility and safety in the persons, that they, the hands that they don't trust?
0: Right. What? Right, yeah. My other favorite comment was from your earlier video where you said you're confused about why people are using their constitutional rights to take away their other constitutional rights. You're using your freedom to take away other freedoms. And I, I thought that was ironic and pretty, pretty spot on and funny. But it just, um,
1: I, it just, it blows my mind that like this just more, I mean, obviously I know it's going to happen. YouTube unfortunately is going to like, they're going to go like, you know, yeah, they're going to go red star cluster. Go- I mean the tactical Tuesday is over gun channels are probably over like this is done. You know what I mean? Like right. I don't even know like how much longer that, just because I'm military and we talk about guns, I don't even know how long this channel is going to last, right. which sucks. But I mean there people are going to go high into the right on, on these issues, but they're not going to look at the fact that, okay, California has the highest strictest gun laws. They're, they're, it's over the top on everything. Everybody that lives in California that is a normal thinking person is like, this state is crazy. you know. And I love California. I like going there. I can't live there because of the way things are, are and the way that I like to live as an American. Um, but they're going to overlook the fact that all the strict rules yet this happens right there. And it has nothing to do with guns. It has nothing to do with anything. It's because that woman was fucked up in the head. She was evil and she wanted to hurt people. To, to make to make protect a point, to protect animals. You know what that is? What What is the definition of terrorism?
0: Your aggression to uh, further your per- political agenda.
1: Yeah, basically. for you know to use whatever means to to cause fear and and, and and panic and to for to further your political agenda.
0: Yeah, I think the exact definition is like using fear and threat of violence to further your political agenda or your ideology.
1: Your ideology. So. Mm-hmm. That's what this woman, and I don't know anything about this woman or what her background is or what she is. But the fact that you would go shoot up innocent civilians that are just like going about their day. I mean, it's fucking YouTube for crying out loud. They're like, you know, production people and creators. And they're just over there creating content about God knows what.
0: Well, I think, I mean, if you look at it for face value, which a lot of Americans are going to. Sure, maybe it was a crazy, disgruntled, mentally disturbed woman, or let's not forget the fact that she is from Middle Eastern descent. Was she? And, yeah. Yeah, her name is like uh, Nassim something or other, Afghani or something like oh, that. Geez. I don't know. I'd have to look it up again. She's from She's Middle Eastern descent, has a Middle Eastern name, and I'm sure I'm going to take some heat for racial profiling here, but...
1: Well, uh, the profiling is a thing. The FBI has been using it for years. I mean, it's a, a, it's a thing because it works. You, right. and I, you and I know from our experience, when we're overseas deployed, we, we profile, not just racially profile, but we profile because it's a threat assessment that we use to protect ourselves and protect the ones around us. And guess what? It, it works. Almost it works. every time that we have a certain profile of an individual, right. we're usually right.
0: Right. So for the record, I'm not a racist. However, comma. Uh she was Middle Eastern descent, heritage, however. How do we know this isn't an ISIS black op?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, not to get too crazy down the conspiracy theory. How do we know she's not
0: radicalized and they used a platform of animal cruelty? to mask the fact that it could be linked back to their organization
1: I mean you got to look at if you, like if you look at you know you look at asymmetrical warfare right I mean on the on the flip side of it if we were doing something in that in those line of term you know in that in that vein w- would you and I not kind of do the same thing motivate and motivate individuals and motivate people to I think, act- we
0: both, I think we've both done that that's how I'm yeah. able to identify yeah like look at- a lot deeper, you know, people on the onion back and look at this a lot deeper and say, Hey,
1: is it a, is it a possibility a little- that that tactic is being used here? Right. It's a very old tactic. They've been using it for thousands and thousands of years. Well, human right. beings have been using that tactic for thousands, and thousands of years to do something. But I think, I think it's a possibility. I know everybody here is going to start going. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but I mean, the situation from from you know potential terrorist perspective, they see the internal chaos that's going on surrounding guns right now. So how do they contribute to that? Right. Oh, let's activate one cells. How, of do, more we, cell how
1: do we poke the smoke fire smoke to get this agenda fire. to happen? Yeah. How do we stoke this fire a little bit more?
0: How do we spray gas all over this fire, and how then do we camouflage it so that it doesn't trace back to us?
1: Well, and now, and you know, it's, it's crazy in a time that it, things are so volatile instead of coming together, right? Instead of coming together and being a unified nation to protect our nation and to protect right. the ones that are in it. Right. I mean, we're just getting pulled apart. Right. So like, let's, let's, let's just pull America apart from the, in, from the inside. And then now what are we now we're divided. And it's
0: divine strategy.
1: And yeah, it's a long, it's a long game. Now we're divided, yeah. and that just makes us that much vulnerable for everything. Right. And, and and the thing is, is like I've learned from a long time ago that this
2: is the woman.
1: Oh no, kidding! Oh yeah, she's completely. That's one hundred percent. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, sold. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so. Um, you know, I've learned from, I think, I don't know if it was probably being in the military, young, being, you know, young, but, you know, the saying of, you know, those who don't know their history are doomed to repeat it. Right. I mean, you start looking you start looking at like, okay, a country has uh, arms, right? You disarm them. What happens next? And then what happens next? I mean, this has all been done in multiple countries over generations of time. You know, it's a very, very scary thought because this, this is nothing new. Just because it's 2018 doesn't mean this hasn't been done before. I mean, we're talking, you know, multiple countries and, and multiple different, you know, errors of time dating back thousands of years ago that this is this situation that we're in right now is a real thing.
0: Um, right. Well, I just, there's, there's other facets too that, that just leave me shaking my head where if you get on the FBI site and you look at their statistics. In 2015, I think, was the last time they updated their crime stats. I was just looking at this the other day. In 2015, there was like 9,100 and some odd gun deaths in the yeah. United States. But then, if you look at vehicle death numbers, it's 40,000.
1: Oh, well, yeah, I know. I, I so, think I think that uh, I didn't I didn't know the stats when we looked it up when we did our last video. But uh, somebody posted the CDC on it from a CDC website, a link. And it was something like over five. Like, how many guns have actually saved people? It was over five hundred thousand. Right. Nobody's talking about that.
0: No, they don't want to talk about that.
1: <laughs> it puts a hole in their whole their whole argument.
0: Yeah, it sure does. So it also puts a huge hole in their argument when active shooter stuff's happening in a place where they've got the highest level of gun control in the country.
1: I- yeah, I mean, you the look at The control
0: does not work.
1: Yeah, right, and and that's the thing is is, you know, you look at what Chicago, New York, right, L.A., California, you know, like some of the some of the most dangerous places in our, you know, I feel some of those cities and some of those boroughs in those cities are more dangerous than places I were in Iraq and Afghanistan.
0: Oh yeah, I agree with that.
1: You know what I mean? I it's like. I don't want to name name. I don't want to, I don't want to name city, certain boroughs and cities, but you know that I'm talking, what I'm talking about, that yeah. I couldn't go walk in those neighborhoods and be safe. Yeah. You know, yeah, there's,
0: there's neighborhoods like that here and down in LA, Oakland. Yeah. But that, it would be a good idea.
1: And guess what? You won right. gun control in those areas. Right. You won. Yeah. Strangely enough, there's fucking guns everywhere. The only right. people that, the only people that don't have guns are law-abiding systems that are good guys that have the ability to save somebody if that's the case.
0: Yeah, and I just think the, the knee-jerk reaction in this whole political agenda, you know, of people maybe there's people out there that are on the fence and they're like, oh well, is gun control a good idea? I don't know. My thing is like instead of just jumping straight to gun control, why haven't other measures been instituted? Like, you know, let's let's take schools for example, since they're the most like heavily targeted by shooters. What kind of security protocols are in place? Do you have ballistic film on your windows? Do you have armed security? Do you have a canine? How how well have you coordinated with the local law enforcement? What's their response time to the school? You know, have you, Do you have uh, a system in place where you can communicate with all the students via cell phone? Like can you send well, out a birth text? So,
1: yeah, so for instance, my kids' school, my kids' high school, they are allowed to have their, their cell phones, but they don't have like a record of their cell phone numbers to send a mass update text to everybody. My daughter's, my daughter's school, my, well, my youngest daughter, my, she's in middle school, they're not allowed to have their phones. And I'm like, I don't give a shit. You're gonna have your phone because I want to get a hold of you. Something goes down, I need to have access to you, and to, so I can right. communicate with you. Um, and I think that should be. And I understand, like, you don't want it to be a distraction. But I mean, it's 2018. We can use this as like a, as a like you just note like a mass notification that hey. And I, know, I think there are some colleges now. I think Virginia Tech now has a mass notification for their students. Right. Um, but it really should be across the board. That's something that schools should just have. Um, especially in this, you know, we're in the cell phone generation. So why not use these tools to help notify and protect ourselves? Especially, when yeah, you, you know, I have kids in the same situation.
0: trauma management. Yeah. You know, when was, when was, when they, schools do fire drills all the time and there's fire extinguishers everywhere. When was the last time a school burned down? Well, Why is there not, that's why is there a, not trauma management gear co-located with, why isn't there a litter? and bleeder kits co-located with all the fire extinguishers, and why are there not teachers that are trained in TCCC within, a, the, within the school?
1: That's a great analogy, man, because I, I have actually used that before. It's like when you hear a fire alarm go off, do you freak out and get scared? No, because you've how many fire drills have you been through? We're like, okay, there's a fire, the school's burning down. We know exactly what to do. We know where the exits are. We know where to collect. We know where the meeting area, the assembly area is. We know where to get roll call. Why? Because we've trained to a fire drill. Okay, well, there's no difference. This is the same situation. It's just a training and a drill that you put your students through and guess what? When they hear that certain buzzer, they react and they know exactly what to do and how to react. But again, let's just be afraid. (laughs) Let's right just, let's just react
0: yeah yeah I think that there's a lot of steps and measures that we can take and improve on instead of just jumping to let's ban guns guns are the problem
1: and you I know mean, what uh, it's on
0: person, in my hometown where I grew up in Wyoming a few years back there was a 17 year old kid he was disgruntled with his father and his stepmother uh, they were both professors at the, at the local college And he went to try and get a gun. Couldn't get one because he was 17. So he took his Bowie knife and his compound bow. And he waited for his stepmother to get home from work. And he murdered her with his Bowie knife. Stabbed her to death. Then he went to the college campus. Went into his dad's classroom. Shot him in the head with his compound bow. His father didn't die right away. Survived. They got into a, a... you know, kind of a hand-to-hand combative situation, and the kid ended up, you know, finishing his dad off with a knife, then slit his own throat and killed himself. And my friends were the, you know, that work on the police force and the fire department there, were the first responders and showed up, showed up for that incident. Uh, there's been, you know, like you were mentioning earlier with all these other countries, there was a something that went down in China a few years back where a mentally disturbed person, a guy, went into a school and killed 30 children with a knife before somebody stopped it so i mean that was awful yeah it's it with with mental illness they're gonna find a way to do things they're gonna find a way to get it done they're gonna build bombs they're gonna take cars and drive them into you know they're gonna run over people they're going to take knives you know swords whatever you know yeah it it comes down
1: to there's there's no there's Unfortunately, as much as like you and I and and people like watching, they think that like I'm something, they're like, oh, you're badass and you're this. And it's like, no, dude, really, I'm a teddy bear. Like, I don't want to fight anybody anymore. Like I've had my days. I just want to like go surf and hang out with my kids and like give everybody hugs. I mean, I tell, I tell Brian that I love him all the time. Like, dude, I'm all about peace, love and happiness. You know, I just refuse to be a victim. And the fact is like. I don't want any of this. However, I will not stand up for evil. I, you know what I mean? Like, I will not stand for evil people. And there is evil in this world, and that's what it comes down to, is like, I will not allow myself or the people around me to be a victim. And no way, no matter what law, or no matter what you do in this world, there will be evil people.
0: Yeah, you're not going to get away from that.
1: You're not going to fix evil. There's always going to be evil, and there's always going to be good, and there's always going to be the pull between the two.
0: Yeah, and disarming the good guys is not the way. To get no, things done. you don't.
1: You don't tie. The, you don't tie the good guy, the good up, so the evil can run free. You empower the good, so that we can fucking crush evil people. Right. Yeah. And then I can go hug my loved ones. Right. Yeah.
0: Anyways. When. Minutes count, or when seconds count, the cops are only minutes away. People forget that all the time.
1: I mean, that's just like every case study and everything. I mean, I've studied this stuff for years. It's like every single time, you know, you do a study, it's like 12 minutes. Great. The quickest, 12 minutes. And then active shooter scenarios are over in two. Sorry, you're about 10 minutes late, buddy. Right. So. I
2: just want to say something. Like, Cappers paying attention. Well, nobody's talking about what gun she used because it's not an AR fifteen. So like, they, it's not nobody's really like pumping what gun it is. And I just like had to dig to find out. And literally, it says on everything: a woman in a headscarf with a big, huge pistol. Oh, so big, huge pistol. Whether she was actually like connected to a terrorist group or whatever, she it sounds like used that. The fact that she she could walk in with a headscarf and and conceal a pistol and nobody would mess with her because she just looked like a meek Muslim woman and she unloaded on everybody from under her, her headscarf. So like she used that tactic whether she was connected or not and that's scary to me.
1: She used it because they knew that because it was so politically... What's the word?
2: Incorrect, politically incorrect to racially profile,
1: to racially profile her. She would know that she'd have you know access because nobody'd be like, oh, "I don't want to touch that" or "I don't want to racially profile." It's smart, smart tactic. I mean, they they were using women like that. The guys would dress up as women and be pregnant, and I mean, that's a tactic that we had to deal with in in Iraq and Afghanistan. Ugh. anyways, well, Brian, thanks, man. Uh, you know, I just hope that you guys. Use your brain. Think about this. You know what I mean? Don't jump. Don't do the, uh, what was it? The, uh, the office? Jump to conclusions game? <laughs> right.
0: right. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's, I think there's a smarter way forward. I think there's a lot of measures that you can take instead of just jumping straight. to. You. Let's ban guns.
1: Yeah, let's there's... have a conversation. Let's, let's stop being divided and let's like, you know, come together and, and like, because the thing is like, the more that we divide, the more that we're vulnerable on every single different level, I and mean, it comes down to, you know, internal attacks, our economy—I mean, a million different things—and uh, it's it's not good for our nation. It's not good for our people, and uh, that's—I mean, that's what happened. To democracy, democracy. Let's, go, let's, let's let's talk about things.
0: Right. You know? Yeah. Everybody's let's, got their favorite little club, whether they're on the right or left, and frankly, the whole thing is is very disappointing to see the polarization that's. Happened in our country right now. Like I'm a very middle of the road person.
1: Same, same There's- me. People, people, people like look watch this channel and they think yep. that like I'm one way because of my background and because of the th- you know because I am uh, you know I guess you could say a gun enthusiast um, right. or I have a long history with with firearms because of you know my profession. But they think that I'm totally like right wing or anything. It's not actually the case. I'm really like I think that most military guys and especially guys that have worked in the special operations. We are right. right down the middle, 100%. Yeah. Like, like there is like there's a lot of shades of gray, man.
0: You right, know? for sure. Like, there's things that I'm liberal about, and there's things that I'm conservative about, you know. Right. And and I think that's a good way to be. And I'm disappointed that most Americans can't, you know, do the same. And I think when you boil everything down, whether you're on the right or left, everybody kind of wants the same things. But for some reason, we always want to run to our little respective side of the fence. When we feel uncomfortable or we're put in a situation where we have right. to discuss something or have a conversation that's outside our comfort zone, we want to immediately jump to our you know, go to go to our political, you know, rely on our political stance. And I, I just think that it's it's just disappointing. I yeah. think you know, Americans need to, you know, be Americans, not Republicans, right. not Democrats, exactly. not libertarians, like right. American
1: What's best? What's best for the the good guys, the good, and and, and know that there, this is not a this is not a, you know, it's not a gun control thing. It's not a law thing. It's really about good versus evil, and who are we gonna who are we as America gonna allow to win, the evil doers, you know, are people that are, we're trying to live this live in this country free of terrorism, and like. The reasons why this country was built, <laughs> you know. All right, All right, brother. Well, I miss you and I love you, and uh, love you. I can't wait to see you, man.
0: Okay, well, I'll see you guys next month for the climb. Or this is this month. We'll see you this, that, this month. This month, a few
1: weeks, yeah. in, in a couple weeks. Just don't miss that plane right. ride. Yep. All right.
0: Hey, thanks for thanks for having me on, man. I appreciate it. It was good talk. Yeah, Allison. Thank you.
2: All right. You're
1: welcome, Ryan. <laughs> All right, bro. I'll talk to you soon.
0: All right, sounds good. Have good one, man.
1: Bye. That was long, I know, and we did the other one last time, but you know, I wanted to address my personal thoughts with that, and I wanted to have you know have a, a candid chat with Brian. Um, Hit a little bit of his about his background. He was a Marine. He got out, did contracting, worked in the special operations world for a little while, and um, did very well for himself. And uh, he's a good friend. And one of those guys that I talk about, one of those guys like we were talking about that's just not hardcore left and not hardcore right. Just really in the middle of the road and um, is all about America. And this is what he's fought for for so long. Um, And his time is done. And now he's working on himself and going to school. Uh, But, you know, guys that have done what we've done kind of have a big appreciation for America. And we just want it to go in the right direction. We want people to come together because this is what we've done. We served America for. Um, yeah, you guys know the deal. Never quit, never surrender. If you like this, like it, share it with your friend. Maybe it'll illuminate somebody. Maybe it'll educate someone. Uh, and if you're not subscribed, go ahead and hit the subscribe button. All right, we'll see you guys in the next video.